This is a bonus episode today. I don't normally do this. Most of you listening to this podcast know that it is a guesting podcast, and once in a while I'll throw in a mindfulness meditation or something of the like. So this is kind of fun and different, uh, but I wanted to uh, insert this bonus episode here because uh, for the past year, I've been working on a master certified life coach certification, and I'm ex- so excited that I finished it this past summer, and um, I am working on an upcoming principal mastermind to share what I've learned with all my principal friends because, gosh, we face things, uh, everyone faces things in life. <laughs> I think this work can be for anyone, and I'm really excited to bring it to my principal friends uh, in October to celebrate National Principal uh, Month, and so October 15th, I'm hosting a live event here in Delaware, and I'll start hosting it at the moment in my home, and if the registrations get so large, I have to go to a nearby venue, that'll be a really fun problem to have to solve. So... You might have seen some of my posts going on on social media about my upcoming Principles Mastermind, so I'm really, really excited about that. And when I started working with some clients um, that I'm coaching one-on-one, there's this recording, a video that I made that they listened to before we worked together. And after I created that, I was watching it. And I end up listening to it, I'm not kidding you, on the way to school in the mornings. And I put it to this soothing meditation music, and it just like totally puts me in such a state of calm, and it helps me think differently in my mindset for the day. And so I figured I would throw it here on my podcast, because uh, some of you following me might not hear it or see it in any of my other social media platforms. So I hope you enjoy it. If not, just skip to the next episode and enjoy the guesting podcast coming up behind and uh, in front and behind this one. Uh, But for those of you who might enjoy it, uh, this is for you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to all of these pre-frames for the work that we're going to do. Some things that I say um, might not make a lot of sense. You might not understand them. That's okay, because as we work together, we are going to talk about them more and more. But I want you to just be able to hear them at this point and just having heard it once. So you can play this uh, in the background as you're driving, as you're cleaning, as you're uh, doing things at your house. You can just put this in an earbud in your ear and just listen. You don't have to necessarily watch, which is kind of nice, uh, because for those of you who are on the go a lot, like me, that's really helpful. So the first thing that I want to explain and just share uh, with you is the idea of cause and effect. So we are either at cause or we are in effect. And when we are in effect, it is when uh, we are being run by things that have happened to us. So someone said something at work and we are upset. In that moment, we are in effect. Uh, when we let our emotions run us and it can be negative, that is when we are in effect. 
Think of cause as something where you are in control. You are making things happen. Things are happening the way that you want them to. You plan for something and it worked out and it's going great. That is when you are at cause. Like things are working out the way you created and designed them. And on the flip side, effect is when something happens and then we are experiencing the effects of it. And usually that feels like a negative uh, feeling. The next thing is perception is projection. So everything we that happens in front of us is a projection of the same thing going on inside of us. So we attract into our life what we are and who we are. So the next time something or someone does or says triggers you, that is just a projection of what's actually happening internally. Maybe you do this to yourself. Maybe you do this to someone in your life. So our perception is our projection and projection is our perception. So something can happen to somebody else and they see or hear it and it doesn't trigger them. And then the same, and then when someone does it to you, it triggers you. That is because it is happening somewhere inside you. And we'll, uh, that will come up more through the work that we do together. The next thing I want you to do is focus on what you want. During our time together, during the time between our sessions, even after the work that I do with you, focus on what you want. What you focus on is what will happen to you. What you focus on is what you will create to be. What you focus on is. So be very careful and watch and start being aware of what your focus is on. So if something happens and you don't like it, ask yourself, what do I want instead? And change your thoughts and think about that and focus on what you want instead. Then I'm going to read a list of other uh, important information that uh, is involved in and around a lot of the work that we're going to do together. The first one is respect for the other person's model of the world. I respect your model of the world. And in turn, think of this in the people in your life. Have a respect for their model of the world. In their model of the world, whatever it is they're doing makes sense to them, even if it doesn't make sense to us. Behavior and change are to be evaluated in terms of context and ecology. Ecology is a win-win for all. Resistance in a client is a sign of a lack of rapport or a resistance in others around you is just a sign of lack of rapport. And we'll talk about tools, tricks, tips to get in rapport with someone. There are no resistant clients, only inflexible communicators. Effective communicators accept and utilize all communication presented to them. People are not their behaviors. So accept the person, change the behavior. That is a huge realization that people are not their behaviors. Here's a good one I love. Everyone is doing the best they can with the resources they have available. Behavior is geared for adaptation and present behavior is the best choice available. So a person's behavior that they are, how they are behaving, they are behaving that way because that is the best choice available to them in that moment. 
every behavior is most motivated by a positive intent. So I tend to think of people as doing the best they can. Everyone is doing the best they can with the resources they have available. That colleague is doing the best they can with the resources they have available to them. That parent, that disgruntled parent, that disgruntled employee, that disgruntled client, that disgruntled neighbor, they are all doing the best they can with the resources they have available to them right now at their fingertips. Calibrate on behavior. The most important information about a person is that person's behavior. What are they saying? What are they looking like? What are they doing with their body? What are they, how are they breathing? Where are they looking? The map is not the territory. The words we use are not the event or the item they represent. You are in charge of your mind and therefore your results. I am also in charge of my mind and therefore my results. People have all the resources they need to succeed and to achieve their desired outcomes. You right now have all the resources inside of you right now to succeed and achieve and have the exact outcome that you want right now. All of that is in you. There are no unresourceful people, only unresourceful states. And I'm really excited because I'm going to teach you a way to anchor a positive state and access it whenever you need to, whenever you have a negative or um, something that brings you down, we're going to be able to create a resource anchor to access that positive state that you want to pull you out of it. So cool. All procedures should increase wholeness. So everything we do together, the outcome is wholeness, coherence, and congruence being fully and completely aligned with who you already are. There is only feedback. There's no failure, only feedback. Failure is how we learn. I win or I learn. Failure is only feedback. The meaning of communication is the response you get. The law of requisite variety means that the system or person with the most flexibility of behavior will control the system. So we're going to practice being flexible in our behavior. All procedures should be designed to increase choice. And now we have some prime directives of our unconscious mind that I want to share with you. So the prime directive of our unconscious mind first, it's to store memories. Okay. So in relationship to time, temporal, atemporal, not in relationship to time. Two, the prime directive of our unconscious mind is to make association. So it's constantly linking similar things and ideas, and it learns really quickly. It also organizes your memories. And we're going to talk about using our timeline and uh, mechanics is the gestalt, which just means gestalt is a collection of memories that are organized in a certain way around a certain subject. Another prime directive of our unconscious mind is that it represses memories with unresolved negative emotion. Okay. That's its job. And it also will present the repressed memory for resolution to make rational and to release emotions, which is part of the work we're going to do. So your um, prime directive of your unconscious mind is actually to bring to the surface things that have just been pushed down. And now it's, I'm so glad we're working together because I'm going to teach you tools to access and use and how to clear, heal, bring back that congruence, that wholeness. When those things come up, it's coming up for a reason. It wants to be resolved. 
It may keep the repressed emotions repressed for protection. And that happens too. And that is all a part of its purpose as well. It runs the body. Did you know that you have the perfect blueprint of perfect health in your body right now? I love that. It also preserves your body. It maintains the integrity of the body. It enjoys serving and it needs to clear order. It needs clear orders to follow, which we'll talk about that. Controls and maintains your perception. Generates, stores, distributes, and transmits energy. Another prime directive of your unconscious mind is that it needs repetition until a habit is installed. Is programmed to continually seek more and more. And it takes things personally, which is why we have a basis of perception is projection. All right. And it does not process negative. So whatever you tell it, it is going to accept as truth. And we'll talk more about that. And the next part of the work that we're going to do, there are some laying groundworks that I want to just cover with you just to hear this. Like I said, you might not understand each piece, but I just let your mind hear and take this in before we do our work together. So content is not needed to release negative emotion. So you don't have to know everything about everything that happened to release a negative emotion, which is pretty cool. We're going to do that together. All emotions are geared for resourcefulness even if they don't produce the intended positive result. All emotions are generated by perceptions and belief structure. Unresolved negative emotions in our body consume and exhaust energy from the body and can be associated with disease. I believe, and I am not a doctor, but I believe that a that a client can heal their body by releasing negative emotions. Positive emotions increase your energy and stimulate healing. The unconscious mind brings up past negative emotions so that they can be resolved. Releasing negative emotions means being able to neutralize current triggers. This is going to be so exciting. Upon, excuse me, obtaining all the learnings of an event, emotions disappear and stay gone from the event and you get learnings. Releasing past stuck emotions doesn't mean there won't be future negative emotions. The lack of taking action and enforcing boundaries can support negative emotions. Learning and wisdom reframes can assist in giving meaning to the event and help create a rich, full life. There's always good from every situation. Adversity can provide powerful lessons to learn from. Our timeline, I'm going to talk more about that when we meet, is a storehouse for wisdom and knowledge. The timeline is the connection to the Akashic Records. The genealogical timeline is your unconscious mind ability to do epigenetics. Quantum timeline can be used for shadow work. Two conflicting beliefs or conflicting values can act like a part. And we're going to uh, do some work around that as well. The collective unconscious is accessible through the timeline. And the conscious mind can gain access to the higher self through the unconscious mind and through the quantum time technique work that we are going to do together. And lastly, we are going to be getting rid of negative emotions and limiting decisions, things that might have 
held you back and finding where those beliefs came in and releasing you from those. We're going to be doing some parts integration. Like sometimes part of you feels like this and other times part of you feels like that. And we're going to integrate those two parts. It's a beautiful process. When I did that, it was life-changing. It's one of my favorite things. We're going to work and talk about your values and taking action includes enforcing your boundaries. And I'm going to be giving you tasks to complete. And again, we're going to, you're going to focus on what you want. Your evaluations become suggestions to the unconscious mind. So remember today, this week, when something comes up and it isn't so great and it's negative, takes you down, you're spiraling down, stop, ask yourself, what do I want instead? And focus on that thought, that direction and where those thoughts take you because that is what's going to eventually change and create what happens to you.